0: Rookie Fever, the show that looks closely at
1: NFL rookie values all year long. Let's go! Let's get this show going, man. Hurry up, hurry up! With your hosts, Swagzilla Zero G. We can't all be winners. And Mike, the feverish arrow.
0: Never in a vacuum! Nothing is in a vacuum!
1: The Rookie Fever Podcast. We're just having fun and we're working, baby. That's it, hey, baby. They come. Wait, take. They- Welcome back to Rookie Fever episode three hundred and forty-three. And I'm here as always with Feverish Frenero. Feverish. It's episode three hundred and forty-three. I didn't say one forty-three. I didn't say three forty. Nope. I said three forty freaking three. And I think it's freaking accurate. So did you love the title of last week's show?
0: (laughs) That was a nice surprise, yes. Um I, w- I believe I was referenced in the title of last week's show, and uh, I, c- I still cannot confirm or you deny I called it that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going I'm just gonna go ahead and believe you. The best I I enjoyed the title. <laughs> I could tell.
0: Yes, it was it was it was. A, I chuckled a when
1: movie. I released it, and I chuckled the first time <laughs> I saw it. So
0: I, I chuckled the first time I saw it.
1: Yes, I did chuckle then to me it, it's a win
0: <laughs> yes sir you 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 got the uh, response from me anyway i'm not sure if anyone else got the oh everyone did get the inside joke by the time they listened so yeah yeah if go. they
1: listened they it, were like haha now i get it <laughs> exactly
0: there you go i like it i only looked at so, it from
1: my perspective how selfish so we had the great eight last week the guys we think are going <laughs> to produce a little bit for you in some of your redraft formats and then this week we wanted to touch on the, the three best of the rest <laughs> yeah the, like <laughs> that we so thought bad. you we the guys you thought we yeah. were going to have in there yes and then we owe you guys some some feedback from the ish wish or feverish tweet a few weeks yep. back mm-hmm. and then we're out of here is that
0: yeah, kind. of. I mean, we're, we'll throw a, uh, an ish, and a wish of out. our own in there. But yeah, yeah, we want to. We had um, some listeners tell us who they were feverish about, and we rounded it out by uh, by coming up with our wish and ish. So we will have a little wish ish and feverish towards the end of the show here. But I'm sure people were, were listening to our episode no, last week. has got
1: a wish, and I have an ish.
0: This is very true. I think they were listening last week and going, "Hey, what about this guy? This guy or this guy?" So that's what the beginning of this show will be about. Like those guys yep. that. You know, you probably thought should have been on the list, and maybe why we understand why you're saying that, and maybe why we disagree.
1: Yeah, no.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think so I have. Fenero. I have three myself.
1: How many yeah. you got? I have three or four. Yeah, nice bonus. But three, three. <laughs> I have three. So I, I have. Oh, I won't tell you the positions. I was going to tell you the positions real quick. Tell me the positions. No. Then people would be, I think it would be too obvious.
0: We couldn't fake this. I think everyone knows that we have not shown
1: each other the list of three. So that's very, very I have Uh, faked 342 episodes of (laughs) Rookie Fever. I could do one more. I believe you. Wait! Wait, you faked
0: it this whole time? Wait, wait, what?
1: (laughs) Could you imagine?
0: That would be a hard thing to do. I would be, you You would have to deserve some sort of reward for faking 342 episodes, but I digress.
1: Take it. I'll take it. I, I'll take it. Fake it. If I get a reward, get a reward now.
0: You would have to get a reward.
1: Yeah, absolutely. An award. All right. So who did they think, Who's who's somebody they thought we were going to be talking about last week? I think the top week. one. Yeah.
0: Top one for me. And I think we even poked around with him a little bit. Zach Charbonnet. I think a lot of people mm-hmm. with that draft capital would have said Zach Charbonnet. Uh, my my uh, comments about how a running back is probably you know a better bet than a wide receiver in a top eight. Um, a lot of things point to Zach Charbonnet getting a shot in this offense. I'm still, I repeat over and over again, not there yet. I'll believe it when I see it. I think Kenneth Walker is one hell of a back, and it's going to be hard to keep him off the field. That doesn't mean that Zach Charbonnet doesn't get his but a uh, 60-40 split is rare in the NFL these days, and I think Kenneth Walker gets the meat of that. And I also think running backs take a little while, pass protection, et cetera, et cetera. So you, you round that all out, and I, I, he's just outside. He's my nine. You know, He's just out my, outside my top eight. And um, you know, we're going to have camp in three weeks, and uh, we start seeing these guys in the field practicing, getting some reports, stuff like that, and I'm sure you and I will cover that. I could change my mind. I'm I'm, I'm I'm, literally right there on the line with him. I, I just think that draft capital does point to him getting an opportunity, and it's hard. But I was okay taking him off the top eight because there's some good names up there.
1: Yeah. So not as a time starter, but Jack Charbonnet is on my list as well. Nice. I agree with everything you said. And then even like as we sort of alluded to last week, I think he's in one of those offenses with Pete Carroll where mm-hmm. – If Walker is showing as well as he did last year, Pete Carroll doesn't really care where he drafted Zach Charbonnet at this point. He doesn't mean he won't be an asset that's used at some point in Pete Carroll's eyes. It doesn't mean that he's like, nope, I'm done with him just because Walker's doing good. But I think that it is an offense where he'll be fine waiting on Charbonnet if Walker's doing well. And we've seen that a lot. From Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll has a lot of wasted draft capital in running backs over the years. And That's like excellent point. I thought no, you were and actually going to go. The teams probably do, but
0: yeah, but I thought you were actually going to go with volume, which needs to be brought up too. They're going to run the hell out of the ball because Seattle does do that. So you know that's that's another check mark on the Charbonnet usage list. But I, I think you're right. He doesn't really care about draft capital. I mentioned draft capital three times in my summary of Zach Charbonnet because that is hard to ignore. But he's ignored it. It's an excellent point. Yeah, really good
1: point. And and that's why. And I I'm guessing. I'm guessing he's one of the players that people were kind of waiting to hear us talk about a little bit this week. Yeah, and I have I some Charbonnet. Problems. You and I have talked about it. He's one of those guys that in my rookie drafts in. And um, one week I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. And the next week I'm like, you know, <laughs> it kind of feels right. And I've got Kenneth Walker. I, I talked to you through what I'm doing, you know? And yep, yep. Um, But in the end, I don't have a ton of Zach Charbonnet just because you have concerns.
0: Yeah, and and I think the thing for me with Charbonnet is <laughs> it's for me. I liked him a lot, right? I was I remember he was in a lot of my wishish and feverishes where I was hoping that he would like back up Eckler and get that opportunity after Eckler ne- left next year, that great opportunity. You know what I mean? Like I think a lot of us were crestfallen. Yeah. That that To see him go over there with Walker, because uh, everyone who liked Charbonnet probably liked Walker, too. Walker's a very likable running back. He was a top-five dynasty asset before this acquisition. And it just kind of killed both of them. We talked about our immediate reaction to that, but it's carrying over into my projections for him in year one, because I just like Kenneth Walker a lot more. Two reasons. One, as I saw it, and two, he's a better prospect coming in. He just was. Charbonnet was the third the third guy with nobody laughed you know what i mean like it's different and kenneth walker was i think kenneth walker is a stud so i just i just think that there's no way other than an injury comes up all the time and it's fair he was injured in his rookie season um that without injury walker just gives up 50% of this backfield to Charbonnet at, in his rookie year and that's what we're talking about right we're talking about 2023 guys just a reminder this is 2023 2023 20, production top 8 Zach Charbonnet did not make our top eight just outside.
1: Yep. Um, so I'll go now, even though I kind of went after you and you did. Zach Charbonnet. But this player, this one, so this it was kind of tougher to make this list than I thought yes. it would be. Because you can even make narratives while you're doing this that, wow, we probably should have talked about. This player last week, and that, yeah. the, and and I know I don't know how you're gonna feel about this, but the player I'm talking about at this point is Dalton Kincaid. Ah, nice. And and I'm I said probably I'm not saying I wish we had him on the list last week, but I think you could make a case that and every everybody just went to like needing him to be a top five tight end. <laughs> uh, that's where your heads immediately go when you want to see your tight ends hit. You you want to mm-hmm. see that top. But I think it's easy to make a case that he's a top twelve tight end, and yeah. and that's something we've talked about a lot on this show before. Mm-hmm. Is how easy it is to actually be like that tight end eight to tight end twelve. I think that's very feasible, which I think would like you. You it, it kind of sounds like we're talking about the grade eight here, you know, a tight end one, but still, mm-hmm. I don't think that it is necessary for you to overpay on Dalton Kincaid in your rookie drafts or your redraft where, you know, just from the production standpoint, I think that there'll be players like Gerald Everett. (laughs) Sorry, everybody hears me talk about him too much, but I think there's going to be those type players that are a little bit cheaper. that can still give you similar production to a decent rookie tight end season. And so those, I don't think, Those points that Dalton Kincaid would give you from, like, if he's a tight end 10, 12, would rival that of, like, a wide receiver 24 or even sometimes wide receiver 30 is going to get more points than, like, a tight end 12. Depending on touchdown, reason I don't think that he was quite worthy of the great eight last week, even though I think we could see some promising production in one.
0: Yeah, it's funny. Um, the out of the three players that I have, Dalton Kincaid was off of that list, and I figured uh, I figured people would be damn disappointed about Dalton <laughs> not making my list that didn't make the top eight. And my reasons for it is is Kyle Pitts in his record breaking season. By the way, no rookie has ever had that many yards in a season at tight end, other than Mike Ditka. He was rookie number five. I don't see that repeating in Buffalo. There's target competition out the wazoo in Buffalo. He is still a tight end. We talk about that repeatedly. So no tight ends made my list. No tight ends made my list that didn't make the list. But I totally I like Dalton
1: Kincaid though. Don't get oh, me wrong. Oh, I love
0: Dalton Kincaid. Don't get me wrong. But when we're talking I think about he can 2023,
1: you get some Josh Allen targets. Like I don't want uh, people to take us wrong here.
0: Yeah, I think for- I think the redraft point you made was sound.
1: Yeah, and this yeah. the price point that I mm-hmm. think even we put so there's so much going on with rookie fever and, and rookies that I think even in your redraft leagues, Dalton Kincaid will probably go before vet tight ends that have more production.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm super excited about Kincaid. I'll be talking about mm-hmm. them a little later.
1: Ooh. Mm hmm. hmm mm-hmm. Little tease.
0: <laughs> and it can't be feverish. No. It is not feverish. Holy cow. (laughs) I'll tell you what, though. Um, This is a guy that I think there'll be plenty of people that think it's at least debatable that he be in our top eight. Opportunity alone. And that's Zay Flowers. And I don't think he necessarily made yours. I know that it's, it's an uphill climb for Zay. But I do feel like recent reminders that Bateman is returning from a late November Liz Frank having complications and needing a shot in that ankle just kind of brought it back to me. I'm like, hold on a minute, man. Bateman hasn't been available, like really hasn't, like since his rookie season hasn't been available. Who's to say Zay Flowers can't produce enough to be in the top eight? Who's could say Zay Flowers, you know, there's an opportunity here for Zay Flowers and I do recognize it. I just go back to believe it when I see it again, right? The, the thing that we talk about all the time about it's a run first team. They don't pass much. Oh, oh, but this year they will. Oh, oh, but Swags, this year they're going to do it. Like every year it's this year they're going to do it. Now there's more evidence to, the you know, with the, the offensive coordinator changes and such. But again, it's hard to put him in a top eight with all those great names. But I feel like a lot of our listeners might have been like, really? Nose Flowers? So
1: thought, that no, he's definitely somebody that I didn't feel like putting in on this list, but somebody that crossed my mind is somebody right. that like you, if it's the show to the point that the listeners are waiting to hear us talk about exactly. Zay a little bit, probably as exactly. part of the grade eight. But um, I've got some Odell Beckham Jr. concerns. Yep, I do too. Uh, um, they They paid that dude. Yep, doesn't mean anything. I mean, what, like $15, 15 16000000 It's a decent yeah. contract, right? It really is. 15 I think and I think. It might have been with incentives, but yeah, it's up there. Mm-hmm. And, and then even Bateman, you know, because, I mean, you're right. Like, it's a late injury. We can't expect a, a lot early, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I like a healthy Bateman over Flowers. I do, too. 100% and I'm not saying you disagree with that but yeah that's that's some of my concerns and just still this offense you know like you said I want to see it before I believe it I I think yeah it's just tough for me to get behind Zay Flowers
0: yeah I knew it would be and I thought that would be a safe name for me to bring up for two reasons one you weren't going to bring them up and two that uh you know I, I will say a Decent amount of listeners would probably have preferred us consider. So I, I figured that that might be mm-hmm. a good time to to do that on today's show. And I guarantee my next name, who's a wide receiver, you will not bring up. And maybe even our listeners wouldn't have bring up. But when you get this far down the list, you have to consider it.
1: Yeah, but, th- but those are my concerns with Downs. It's, I'm not even like talking from the dynasty perspective at this point, but just even everything we've seen from that offense in, in the past and yeah. Lamar Jackson, I still have. I don't know. I, I want to see what actually happens here. Yeah, me too. But who's your next player that I'm not going to believe? Man, no, it's a wide <laughs> yeah. receiver. Hold on, hold on. It
0: is a wide receiver. And while you're thinking about it, I'll
1: just is do it my Marvin normal. Mims?
0: It's not Marvin Mims. I think I, I like Marvin Mims. I do, but not for 2023. <laughs> okay. Um. So I looked for I looked for an opportunity. And I think that's what you have to look for when you're talking about outside the grade eight. You know, you're now talking about double digit rookies. The grade eight. The the best of the rest might only have 600 yards receiving. Right. So I went with opportunity. And honestly, to be honest, before I give you his name, I think there's the player who's going to actually fit in here is probably somebody we're not even talking about. Let's be honest. Right. Every year, there's a player that we're not talking about that winds up getting the opportunity out of the blue. So I chose opportunity, and I chose Jaden Reed, wide receiver for Green Bay. Mm. Um, the Packers certainly are banking on some immediate immediate contributions from Reed. They have a very inexperienced wide receiver and tight end room. They're all very very young. Um, and then we got. Uh, and then we got. What's up? What are you laughing? You're cracking up. What did I no, say? I'm,
1: I'm listening to you, but I, I I know you can see me and you see me chuckling. I'm, just, I'm I'm I don't want I want you to keep going, but if you want me to answer you I'm laughing because like we you went a whole different direction. I think it's fine. Just be clear, but <laughs> we're like who's the guys that they definitely Thought we were going to yeah. talk about, and you're like, here's one um, that nobody thought we were going to talk well,
0: about. <laughs> um Yeah, that's too that's too extreme. But no, I I I would no, love keep to keep going though. Keep going. Yeah, no, I, I yeah maybe maybe I mischaracterized. um You know, I I think a lot of people like Jaden Reed. I don't like, think it's bad. To, yeah, I'm not trying to call. I'm not trying to call out an outlier. But to your point, I think many more people would have mentioned uh, Dalton Kincaid over Jaden. To your point. Uh, again, uh, just not having lists mm. together. I, I figured it would be yeah. it would be a generous thing to give our listeners more names. I don't mind not- it. I don't mind it. You yeah. don't have to explain right. yourself. You why I was <laughs> chuckling. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the other couple points I wanted to make was um, that uh, there is there's definitely an opening. I think you would agree for the wide receiver two spot. You know, and if you if you mm-hmm. if you think Man, Jordan Love
1: they're saying that he's favoring Romeo Dubs. Yeah, too
0: early. I'm going to wait for training camp on favors, but yeah, yeah.
1: I agree. Is that just uh, noise? Yep, yep, yep. We need to fade that noise a little bit. Do we need to. Man, I'm being serious, too. Like, I'm not. Like, it. I kind of want to move my Christian Watson share. I think I only have one, but I, it makes me kind of just like, eh. Because there kind of could still be a fight, like you said. And if he really is, I don't know. I getting too caught up in the hype but
0: well well to your point there's probably a lot of people that are mad at me for not bringing up Mingo so they're probably mad about Mingo and instead I brought up Jaden Reed but the reason I did that is Jaden Reed is actually polished where Mingo is not if you look at Mingo's production it's sporadic it's you know Mingo is drafted from an analytical standpoint he, he he just he hits a lot of those markers so if you're into analytics and and the long-term value of Mingo uh, I get it like you know Go ahead and invest in Mingo, but if you're looking for somebody that could produce in 2023 with this list is about, that's I think that's much more likely to be Jaden Reed.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't hate it. <laughs> I actually liked it. I felt kind it's of a- like a listener on that one just because, like, I, I probably <laughs> haven't looked at him enough myself.
0: Yeah, I got you. That's a possibility. I, I think I just I'm not, not am, like, kind mission. of staying
1: away from the Packers offense a little bit. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I and that's don't. Weird, isn't you. it? I don't blame you. No, it's it's not weird. I think uh, love scares the hell out of me. I don't know what he is. And, you
1: don't um, like and love?
0: Think, no. Love scares I'm, well, you. he love always scares me, man. There's always risk with love.
1: <laughs> I'm, just sound bite. Yeah. I'm just taking the first soundbite. I'm just taking the first soundbite. That should be our new <laughs> intro. Like love scares the hell out of me. It does. It does. <laughs> but no I I don't mind that one at all though I kind of like that you went a direction that actually surprised me a little bit I don't think my next guy is going to surprise you a ton even if he's he's somebody that's off your radar though but I think somebody that they were surprised we didn't talk about was Kendra Miller Mm. yeah that's a big name and I could see this one going either way from like somebody that has almost instant RB two upside to somebody that we hardly see in year one. Well said. Well said. I think that it could be closer to him getting some kind of opportunity to at least put him in that RB three range. But I also think that somebody like Kamara, they're going to use the hell out of as long as he's there. Yep. It, Sean Payton's not there, so it's hard to just say like, oh, remember Mark Ingram and and uh, Kamara, and then they had like Latavius Murray and Kamara. Like They've done well with two running backs on that team, but I think it's tough to expect them to do the same thing out the gate the, with the way the team is today. It's a different team, different quarterbacks, and um, I don't know. I think Derek Carr might want to throw the ball a little bit too. I, I, I really so, like that. I really like that you hit that that it's such a it's such a swing
0: one way or the other right like Kamara's court date is this month the end of this month July 31st okay and a lot more will be clarified after that of course so at this point with no suspension and honestly no real news probably because the court date is a month away I mean it's this month but it's July 31st um I can't do it. Like I can't put him in for twenty twenty three because I'm just going to assume that the, the they're just going to run the wheels off of Kamara and Kamara is like a value right now. But yeah. like you said, right after that time, everything could flip and Kendra Miller is Kendra Miller is the value. Kendra Miller is the guy showing up on a, on the
1: yeah. Crate. He he could rival this in our entire last week list. Easy and yep. and all of a sudden be like in that top five it. even. You got it. And I still. I'd be excited, okay, but I still wouldn't feel silly for not having him on the list last week. Yeah, I feel well like we said. did a pretty decent job with that list.
0: Well said. No, I agree with everything you said. Yeah, that's one of those ones where you you uh, Kendra Miller. They'll call it a dart throw, right? It's like his upside is, you know, and and it is his his upside to to make that grade yeah. eight is 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 absolutely up there. But it is Alvin Kamara dependent. Nobody will tell you different. mm Hmm kamar is not suspended or suspended for three games. This means nothing. Feverish. Yo. Tell them about
1: DynastyNerds.com.
0: Uh, DynastyNerds.com. I mean, do we still have to tell them about DynastyNerds.com? Are any of our listeners not signed up for DynastyNerds.com? Probably. I mean, if you sign up today and use promo code fever, you'll say 50, 15%. Wow, they almost got 50% swags. That was close. <laughs> that was close. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I said fifteen, but fifteen was still close. damn good. It was really close. almost
1: saved you thirty five percent.
0: Rich would rich would not be happy. He would have to just by uh, saying
1: it automatically changes the code.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lost that sponsorship. Sorry, Swags. Nah, we love those guys. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to seeing them again at uh, the expo. And uh, if you haven't checked out dynastynerds.com, there's so many great tools. We always talk about the GM, but uh, this is a great time to check out their rookie rankings, maybe dive into that film room again, make some decisions for yourself. But great website.
1: Yep. One of the best. So we got Ish, Wish, and Feverish. Mm hmm. Yeah, we do. You are ishy and I am, no, you're wishy, I'm ishy. I'm very wishy. And they're feverish.
0: They were feverish, yeah. Our listeners chimed into our tweet and gave us uh, some names that they were feverish about. So I thought that was
1: fun. That was your idea. So let's do ours first and then we'll spend some time on You got on it. feverish. That sounds like that makes a lot of sense. I'm gonna do my ish and I'm gonna try to not beat it to death I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell you guys and maybe we can talk about it more later. We can talk about it a little bit. We haven't talked about this player a lot though. my ish is Josh Downs got it. I'm down on downs mm. for today and forever mm. for the future for redraft for dynasty. I'm tired of hearing about it. <laughs> And I'm tired of hearing him as a weapon that's going to help Gardner Minshew or Anthony Richardson. The the I, okay, broken record swag here, but man, five nine, one seventy two. Mm, wow, get out! I don't know. And then there's Pittman, and I like Alec Pierce more than most. I think so. I think that Josh Downs is just kind of that guy. The the area I've seen him going in rookie drafts. I'm just. I was always happy to see him go. I still feel the same. I haven't tried to get any or add any. If he's in a trade that comes my way, it it automatically taints it. I'm just kind of like, hey, like, what am I going to do with that? Like Overpriced roster clog before he hits the field. I know everybody's like, oh, you got to see him not do it first. But nah. That is a small man. That is a small man. Yeah. And there is target competition.
0: And we have a rookie quarterback. But everybody's mm-hmm. already deeming a stud. We don't know any of these things. Alec Pierce put together a decent season. It was better than I actually had imagined. It was quiet. I think it was like an 800 yard season quietly. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't do that his rookie season. So uh, is Josh Downs in his little diminutive size better than that? No, he's probably at least a year behind that. So I hear you for 2023. I maybe have a little bit of. Um, more wishful thinking of his long-term value than you. But I understand why you don't, again, at that size. Like, that feels like something you can get away with at college and you're going to have a hard time getting away with in the NFL.
1: Now, I want to be clear, um, and I'm not trying to dissect what you said too much here. Yeah. But you said long-term value. Mm -hmm. And I don't question that he'll hold value for too long. I question if he'll ever give you the production that warrants that value. Yeah. And and I think what I meant by that and maybe I'll rephrase is
0: I think long term, I like him more than short term, mm-hmm. not leave no, out of it because yeah. value is so speculative. I'll, I'll just say that I, I think he could he could learn to play um, a role, a slot role, being the route runner that he is. And if Anthony Richardson winds up being what he is mm-hmm. to be um, to be to have better production than that size would allow. How about that? Yeah. 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 That's what and I mean
1: by year five, he'll be a, a decent punt returner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a possibility. Yeah. I mean, it's the same <laughs> concern. It's the same concern. It's, a, it's, a, it's the same concerns I have for a, with a small running back. You know what I mean? Dave, yeah. Dave on a chain, you know, like I, sure. I, 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 I can't be high on a chain and say, he's got these possibilities and blah, 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 blah. And then, and then just condemn the wide receiver. But at the same time, um, again, this is this is a 2023 show. Think of it that way, and I think a running back has a, a flashy running back that I'm afraid that's going to get hurt has a better shot in year one than a diminutive wide receiver that's got to earn time on the field. Like you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. there's a clear difference between those two. So when we're talking about size and we're condemning it in one place, and then we talk about size and we're like, I don't know, I'm a little intrigued in another place. There's a positional difference, and um, and I hear you. I hear you with downs.
1: Yeah, I'm down on downs, and I'm, I'm not joshing you.
0: I'm nervous. I did draft downs. Um, I want to say in the nine rookie drafts I've had, I want to say once or twice because I thought the value was pretty good. Talked about it on this show. I think at like a two twelve, I thought that was great value. But again, like you're you're off him. Of, like he taints deals for you. Like so a two twelve is. I'll go another direction. Give me a, give me a stab at at something else. So uh, I'm I'm. We'll we'll have to see, but um, I'm nervous
1: mm-hmm. about those shares. I mean, and a lot of times if you see somebody like Josh Downs in a trade, it's like Josh Downs and somebody else for their wide receiver upgrade. Mm-hmm. And to, uh, that's it's the kind of trades I also see them in that I'm just like, oh, why why the hell would I want to do that? Like a right. dart throw and somebody that you know what I mean. It's just right. kind of like proven, no, yeah, like. I, I don't want Josh Downs and Mike Evans for, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just weird yep. trades where you're just kind of like, okay, a throw in somebody that's old and <laughs> I don't know. Is um, just because uh, you have a
0: better sense of this than I do, is the
1: community high on Downs? I feel like, um, I feel like they're hopeful. Okay. I feel like there is a group that believes that and sees the opportunity Um, Like you said, Alec Pierce was pretty quiet last year. I don't think that people even think – I think that people think of him as the wide receiver two on the team where he's not even – I don't even think he's slotted in as the wide receiver three yet on the depth chart. And I know it's Mm -hmm. early. We're going to have a lot of time for that. But I don't even think he's the wide receiver three on the team. So, um, yeah, I think that – the people are trying to create the narrative that makes him at least, like, a wide receiver three on the team, if not a little bit better. And um, I just yep. kind of see it as a waste of time.
0: Do you have a hard uh, Rondell Moore vibe? Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. It's, you know. Yeah. Yep. That's my concern is that he becomes Rondell Moore. The, these guys this size – to see them hit, like I'll say again, we've said it before, they, they have to be a complete outlier. They have to do things that very few have done, even in the NFL, even the best of five nine, like 180 or less guys, like very few have done. And yeah, so
0: I don't know. I was inflating Alec Pierce's 2022 season a little bit, though. Um, Let's not, go
1: with it. Let's just go with it. <laughs> he did
0: not quite I'm hit sure. the 600 yards. He's uh, okay. 40, 41 catches for 593.
1: So, how many targets? do will have that in front of me. Sorry. No big deal. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So you are a wishy. I'm a wishy kind
0: of guy. And and I think the reason that this player made my wish list is because he didn't make my uh, best of the rest and maybe should have. And that's Dalton Kincaid. My wish for Dalton Kincaid is I want to know how the Bills are going to use him day one. I want to know usage. I want to know what his early snap floor is. Um, if you listen to anything NFL, they're higher on Knox than we are in, in fantasy. Uh, I could I easily see Knox stealing, you know, four, five touchdowns away from Kincaid's rookie year. Uh, I just want to know are they going to use him in the slot? Are they going to use him as a wide receiver? Because the thing that made me most excited about Dalton Kincaid was two things lining up. One, they didn't draft a wide receiver early. And two, they drafted Dalton Kincaid, a wide, wide receiver in a tight end positional body, in that position instead. It was almost like you looked at the draft and you're like, oh, no, they lost Addison. Oh, no, they lost JSN. Oh, no, they lost Quinton Johnson. We're going to get the next best wide receiver in the, in, in the draft, and we're going to get Dalton Kincaid to move up a spot to make sure we get him. Like, that is why people are excited. People are excited about that. They're excited about the pass volume. I just wish I knew how he was going to be used in year one. I am high on Kincaid, but I'm just like, he's a tight end. I just keep hearing Swag's voice in the back of my head. He's a tight end. But I know you're high mm. on him, too. He's an exciting guy to be high on. I just wish I knew right now. Like, I, I don't want to wait till training camp. I don't want to wait till preseason. I want to know right now. I want the Bills to come out and say, yeah, this is our slot wide here. <laughs> I just want to know they're going to use the hell out
1: of Kincaid because I'm excited to see it. I think that... Yeah, I, I don't know. I've never <laughs> quite understood Dawson Knox. I know. He's a mumbler, you know, hard to understand.
0: <laughs> no- Knox is still there, but I don't think that's a concern for me at all. I just I think it's a concern for me just from a 2023 ceiling perspective. That's it. Like, it's not a concern at all. Even for 2023, it's not a concern. I think you're looking at the starting tight end, Dalton Kincaid. But, yeah. I, but that doesn't mean that Knox isn't going to be out there. I think he's a good blocker. I think... He's played on this team for several years. So, you know what I mean? Like, that's not going away. But it's that ceiling I want to see. Because we get so excited about uh, tight ends that crack in year one. Like, we get super excited. And owning a couple shares, I would love to see that, that, that you know. I don't even want to say value bump because the value is so high already. But maybe uh, value affirmation.
1: Yeah. No, I know what you mean, dude. Yeah. I'd like to see it. I'd love to see him even just get, like, six touchdowns mm-hmm. i don't even care how many yards
0: yeah six touchdowns have huge. him be
1: used in the red zone a little bit
0: yep, that'd be great so our no. listeners were uh feverish about some players yes yeah so we had uh we had a decent response to this um that one fantasy guy um thinks he's too high on Jaden reed <laughs> So, uh, uh, that's, uh, that's a Jaden Reed. He says, looking back, he might be a certified steal in rookie drafts. So that's why he's feverish. So yeah. he, he might be too high, but at the same time where he's going in rookie drafts, that one fantasy guy believes he could be a certified steal in yeah. rookie drafts.
1: Yeah. And we've already talked about this one. So we, I don't think we, I mean, nope. obviously, uh, feverish agrees with you. I have some concerns. Yes. Um, I'd love to see it. I just think I, I just I just think there's some weapons there too, you know, that he'll have to get through but and
0: and and I think you've mentioned this before, maybe be do not want to mention it again, but like love could be one of those quarterbacks that just feeds Watson, and that's that's all
1: we can really expect. Oh, I think um, he'll find his one read, yeah, exactly. Will it be Jaden Reed? Will Jaden be the one Reed? Ooh, title. Well,
0: that fantasy one guy, or that one fantasy guy, had another um, thing he wanted to throw out there. I don't know how he can possibly be more feverish on B. John Robertson, but he is. He wants to say that he believes that he will be the RB1 in total points. That really is probably not that crazy anymore, considering. Mm -hmm. Most websites are having him in the top three already. But yeah. I would say RB one is, is is maybe on the bolder side. But yeah, he's pretty feverish about Bijan. We all are. We know that.
1: And it's because it it, it it it's on the bolder side, but it's also one of the more feasible things you could yes. see happening too. Like you wouldn't be surprised <laughs> at all. It's no. almost like these NFL teams are showing that they don't want to pay vets whether they yep. were studs or not in the past yep. or how fresh they are I and agree. they want to get their running backs out of the draft when they want to pay them or feel like they have the need if they can. Yep. And I could see Bijan having one of those seasons that rivals the best. I agree and and I think unfortunately even if he doesn't have an RB1
0: season, he's going to have a very good season, barring injury. Of course, don't get hurt, please. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and and we're going to get bored talking about him because the expectation is already there. And his production will match that expectation. So he won't be as fun as if uh, somebody else cracked off like right.
1: Art. He already almost seems boring because even last week when we did the grade eight, we had the conversation of like, <laughs> oh, do we have Bajan in? And you're like, well, yeah, it's a, you know what I mean? Like, you right. still have to like honor what it is so but we even were kind of like ah, but he's so obvious but it's All like right. yeah but you know what I, you know what yeah. i mean he's already kind of that guy that you're like eh. yeah yeah do we talk but
0: about him again yeah i guess we, yeah 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 We'll try
1: to. to keep talking about him for you even when we're bored yeah we'll be
0: reminded that we didn't talk about saquon
1: enough i think mm-hmm.
0: um keith jackson at dynasty underscore jacks brought up davon a chain said he is in a system that fits his running style there's a solid pppr upside reminds me of how many times wilson and moster he remind or sorry me, i'm misquoting him remind me how many times wilson and moster get hurt every year A-Chain can, no will wow finishes an, a low end rb1 wow that's bold
1: that one bold. does seem a little there. bit bold
0: yeah i can't go there uh i think i think if aj king's comes out, comes out and has any kind of an rb2 season that is a huge win for aging with that size oh my god if he's an rb2 this season mm-hmm. that's phenomenal i don't know he goes low end rb1 to protect himself a little bit here but i, I don't i don't think i can see that i can name a lot of other running backs that are and, probably have a and that's just
1: that. it keith like i love this one the problem that i think i have with it is and i know we're just coming off talking about bajan as possibly being rb1 overall right, right? But the problem I do have with this is a lot of times when we're starting to see a promising running back season in the rookie season, it's more of like RB20 to RB24. Correct. So to be like 10 to 12 would be quite the season for a rookie of any stature. Oh, my God, yes. Um, In this offense, though, with the speed and skill sets, I mean, man... I want to wish with you, but man, I guess I guess I can wish with you.
0: Yeah, you can wish absolutely.
1: So this was uh, also sent out a while ago, as we told you guys. Um, mm-hmm. We waited a couple of weeks on this one, May thirty first. Since May thirty first, there have been like more rumblings of possibly Dalvin Cook, and I think if that happens, obviously uh, we have to give Dynasty underscore Jackson Mulligan because. Yes, he's, of he's talking about current situation here, yes. and I think in current situation, I do like a chain. I just have trouble finding that like RB one.
0: Mm. Yeah, me too. I, I mean, I like it um, because we're going to have a lot of surprises, and running backs are the way you want to go in in this type of thing. If you want, if you want a surprise, they're almost always running backs. Occasionally, mm-hmm. wide receivers for rookies, but it's we almost- had them in the grade eight. We did have him in the grade eight. This is very true. So so Keith we're not uh we're 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 certainly not saying this isn't in the realm of possibility. We just think it's much more of an outlier for any rookie running back that isn't named Bijan or Saquon. We to, just think uh, you
1: had more than two drinks before <laughs> you posted this.
0: Maybe or maybe he just loves AJ.
1: Come on Keith.
0: Our buddy Steve uh, at Steve underscore Weitzman uh, wanted to wanted to throw out a feverish wide receiver himself. Cedric Tillman injured for much of last season, but put up over one thousand and twelve TDs as a junior. 6'3", 250. two hundred and fifty. I'm sorry, two hundred and fifteen prototypical size outside wide receiver has a path to start over DPJ. Cooper is twenty nine and likely gone after the season, worst case scenario next season.
1: I think Steve was trolling me on this one with the <laughs> Donovan Peoples Jones.
0: I think that would that would like maybe trigger you, but um I don't know. That 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 Cedric Tillman drafted as late as he was, I don't see that year one and Steve hedges his bets right away and says, well maybe I'm talking about year two.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And even mentions like when Cooper's gone and mm-hmm. I just think it's uh, i think it's tough i mean for me like we're talking like what three years in a row now that we've got excited about like the possibility of donovan people's jones and then the possibility of david bell and now the possibility of cedric Tillman. like i don't know if i'm wore out on trying to find the possibility or how quick we give up on the things we thought were going to happen last year and i i feel like there's a little bit of both going on here um Mm -hmm. because DPJ has shown promise in an offense that Absolutely. was pretty unpromising last year even when Deshaun Watson took over. Mm-hmm. And then Amari Cooper, man, one of the best route runners in the league. I know he mentions like likely gone after the season, but still to just all of a sudden find Captain. that path. Captain consistency. This is the wide receiver I,
0: I thought had 800 yards quietly. That's that's DPP. He had 839 yards on 61 receptions and three touchdowns. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. That's a quiet, good season. That's the guy that we're just burying for Cedric Tillman? Mm, I can't do that. Yeah. I can get excited about Cedric Tillman for some of the reasons that she sure, brought sure. up for the future. I can do that. I do like the size. Uh, I like the profile. Cedric Tillman was, was fun in college, and that injury sucked. But he still got drafted late, and... We still have all mess in front. And that means we're going to have other rookie draft classes come in. That's what people always forget. We always you think know, that no new talent's coming in.
1: <laughs> we didn't even mention David Njoku. And yeah. I, I know yeah. that we crap on tight ends. But he is a tight end that I feel like absolutely will continue to get targets. Like He's in a decent situation. Um, he's not going to be a target hog tight end like Kelsey or Pitts. Mm-hmm. But I think he's in a decent situation to take some targets 100%.
0: Yeah, so what what does that make Tillman
1: in year one fifth option? Is he on the field? Yeah, you know that that's where it gets tough. Steve mm-hmm. is if he doesn't see that field, what is it really saying about Tillman if he And I know you said he's going to easily has a path. You said has a path to start over DPJ. But Correct. what if what if he doesn't take that path year one? And mm-hmm. if we don't see any, I don't know, it's it's yeah. a tough one.
0: Yeah, without the draft capital, you could see them just kind of like drafting next year for a wide receiver. You know, to replace Cooper,
1: if Cooper does actually want. I, I want you to be right, Steve. I feel oh, like four too, years no ago of, of like just being into the rookie fever side of this for a couple mm-hmm. of years. I feel like four years ago, I would have seen this vision with you. Dude, I was thinking the same exact thing. But after like kind of studying these guys so close, and the likelihood of I think four years ago you and I woulda don't want to see.
0: Yeah, he's kind of like a Kyle Phillips, and they're two totally different players. But remember when we got really excited about Kyle Phillips, and we're like, hold on about Kyle Phillips. Maybe he's under the radar, Kyle Phillips. And then Kyle Phillips came out, and he showed up a little bit. And then Kyle Phillips got hurt. (laughs) Um, Two totally different guys. I get it, Steve, Uh, but. It reminds me of that when Swags brings up like four years ago, it reminds me of me like getting really excited about a a later drafted guy and wanting to be right about him to the point where I'm I'm making a narrative that's unlikely to bolt him up even more. And that's what it feels like to
1: me. But we both want you to be right because I like Cedric Tillman. Steve, this is what I think about you and how awesome you are. I think you could outperform Cedric Tillman. (laughs) That's not right. That's not right.
0: (sighs) (laughs) Just last week, we put out a show, and Mimo De La Vega made a point to say it was his favorite show in weeks. Loved it. I wanted to mention that. Thank you very much for saying that. He also chimed in on May 31st to this tweet. He's our last one that we'll go over. And he mentioned a rookie fever... Favorite? I, can I call him a favorite now? He seems to be yeah. slowly becoming one. Roshan Johnson, he will take over that backfield quote in no time. Mimo De La Vega seems to agree with rookie fever. I am getting more excited by the day, Swags, about Roshan Johnson, and I will tell you why. I'm doing a lot of Scott Fishbowl mocks, I told you, and I am gobbling up Roshan Johnson because you get him so much later, dude. Everyone's getting Herbert in double digit rounds. I'm waiting two more and getting Roshan Johnson. Roshan Johnson, and I quote, will be on my Scott Fishbowl team because I will draft him two rounds earlier than anyone else will. Live in Philly next week.
1: I, uh, man, you're drafting live next week.
0: Yeah, baby. This time next wow. week, I'll be drafting.
1: Nice. Anybody we know drafting with you?
0: Uh, Shane will be there.
1: Nice.
0: He's not in my division. There's like six philly divisions
1: i think wow six live
0: yeah that's awesome yeah it is i'm it's, it's, it's impressive at, it's at xfinity live which is like this really cool place i haven't been to in a little bit it's right across from citizens bank park it's like awesome full of restaurants and pubs they're giving giveaways they're ask. Uh, it's gonna be fun I'm
1: really looking forward to it keith do you think that roshan johnson stands a chance of outperforming devin a chain Mm. You and me are going to have a bet Ooh, this year. Oh, I like that We're going that back one. and forth. Roshan versus Devin. Oh, wow. I'm taking oh. Roshan. And <laughs> Keith is taking <laughs> Devin A. Chan.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. he. I think we know which one he's picking.
1: So, All right.
0: Yeah, it's a nice little show, Swags. Give um,
1: them what they want. Even what they don't want. Jaden Reed. We do have one more. <gasps> what do we have? From at the at the real gouda there's some underscores Ooh. in there at the under real underscore oh i'm gouda. so sorry i skipped over that one
0: yeah Very so nice. gouda says i think people are overlooking israel Apaganda in rookie drafts i'm pretty high on him in 2023 considering the injury debris i i don't uh, I I I, I, I could feel you there a little bit um, beyond. I think he could, this is the beyond parts of the part that I have a problem with beyond, I think he could be a high end handcuff for breeze uh, and he's falling to the third. So he's definitely talking about rookie drafts again.
1: Um, mm-hmm. That's why he's feverish. He's feverish about the value in rookie drafts. It's, it's tough to argue with anybody you're taking at the end of the third. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't mind your optimism here at all. To be honest with you, especially for maybe the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. but yeah, my my hands are off um, because of Brees.
0: I, I think Brees is going to bounce back from this injury. I'm not saying that Brees is going to be what he was before injury, but he'll be that the year after. Like so, this year Brees will struggle a little bit and maybe get to see a little bit of Israel. Maybe even early on, I doubt it. But if you did, you'll you'll feel good. But if my, you my, have
1: Brees Haldi, are you more yes interested? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think same, that's where I would be too, same, a little bit. Same
0: with you and Charbonnet. Like, you, you mentioned Charbonnet with your kind of Walker team, but you seem to be off in leagues where you don't. And and that's kind of very similar. I mean, handcuffs are a very real thing. I think they're condemned for some reason, but handcuffs are real. Like, I think having a handcuff, especially to a stud like Reese Hall, is a good, smart thing for a team, a fantasy mm-hmm. team to do. So I, I support that. I just Sometimes feel, it's not the
1: guy you think it's going to be.
0: That, there's that. Yep, there's that. And then the other thing where he's saying, like, with Breeze, he can still be, he can still have some sort of like value, standalone value, and I, I absolutely don't think he could have standalone value with Brees, a healthy Breeze. That's, that's the part that I, that, that, that's why I'm out without owning Breeze.
1: Yeah, no, I know you what know, you mean. He's a stud. So, another grind to get behind would be CampusCanton.com. Go there, put in code Fever, save ten percent as well. And you will unlock a whole nother world. Start getting ready for 2024 drafts, your Debbie drafts, your Campus to Canton. Those guys work hard. Yeah, they do. Um, What else? What else? I feel like we were going to say something else. What were you going to say? <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And thanks, thanks for listening. For listening. uh, hey i'll say something we're taking we'll try to take care of this asap but if you hear those like stupid promotions at the beginning or throughout Mm -hmm. our rookie fever show that's something pot doing and we're gonna get that taken care of um sorry about that it's almost like they're just advertising on our show for free because they've realized how awesome all of you guys are so fast forward through them if you can and just get them over with don't we don't want them there either yeah, glad you brought that up. He around. is at Art Park TV. Yeah, a I am at Swagzilla0G, and we are out. When you kiss me, you you're going on a treat you ride right. rookie fever when you kiss me fever when you You got the one-on-one scouting, it's never done this stupid before and run I told you anyone size this be just unreal Ending spot, not ideal, wait, let's break out A full working fever stage Romeo loved Juliet Juliet, she felt the same When he pulled his arms around her He said, Julie, baby, you're my friend Now we get a fever When we kiss it, fever without blaming you Fever Fever, yeah, burn for So who's got the fever? Because I got the fever. Now you got the fever. So she got the fever. And she got the fever. No cure for the fever. So let's feed the fever. Thank God for the fever. Thank God for the fever. Fever, You I you burn. You lovely way you burn.